Efficiency in news workflows is essential for today's production environments, and it's really something that Ross Video has a lot of experience in. And joining me to talk about that today is Chris Kelly. He's the product manager for asset management and storage. Chris, thank you so much for being here today. It's been great. So, Chris, when we talk about news workflows, we're really just talking about workflows that work for news, but these are also applicable in other instances, right, across other areas of the industry. Kind of talk me through uh, what news workflows mean, like what that means and how they can be applied to, to other areas. Yeah, I'd say, you know, we've we've been sort of stuck with this uh, this name of news workflow because it's been, we've been using some variation of it for 25 years or so. And, uh, and, so it, it it's really a news workflow. It's where it was born from, uh, but it really does have the ability to uh, to scale out to to applications outside of of a traditional news uh, organization. So what it, a, a news workflow is uh, is um, is is basically the control room is designed for execution. Your desk or your work, your workstation where you keep your pictures, your family, and things like that is where you do the planning of that. And a lot of people um, use tool sets like, you know, common office tool sets like like Word and Excel to type up their scripts and kind of line out their their um, running order, how they want this thing to be structured. And then they take that data, sometimes even print it out and walk into the to the control room. And, and build out the rundown uh, from a technical perspective. News workflows, like I said, have been, we've been doing that for about a quarter of a century, where they're, they're designing the workflow at their desk. They're using collaborative tools, and uh, they're, they're, being, they're able to type their scripts in there if they need scripts. They can put their graphics in there. They can put their video clips in there. And all of this stuff is being shuttled into the control room uh, so that so that there's less preparation time in the control room all the preparation is done at your desk makes the the control room usage more efficient because um, you have to stop down the actual production uh, in that control room in order to um, to actually get ready for the next event if you're getting ready uh, at your desk that leaves the control open, control room open to be more productive and create more content on a day-by-day -day basis. So it seems like it, maybe an important aspect of this is everybody understanding exactly what their role is and how what they prepare fits into the overall production, right? Is, is, is that an important element, just making sure that roles are defined and everybody knows what their particular job is on, on any given production? Absolutely, um, and making sure that the tool sets are in front of them that they need. Uh, the you know it doesn't have to always fit, as you pointed out, uh, into a tr into creating a newscast because each um, each other potential vertical we can put this into wouldn't have the same people. You wouldn't have news producer or news writer or reporter or anchor um, like a news organization would. Uh, you might have your own names for them. Um, but you, you could have people that would create uh, technical elements for their show, people that would create editorial elements for their show. show. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really about understanding uh, all the things that you need to do in whatever broadcast it is you're going to do. And, and that's really what this is, is it's a broadcast. Whether you're house of worship, your corporate marketing, uh, whether you're, um, uh, you know, city, uh, or municipal 
um, broadcast. It's a broadcast of some sort. Uh, just the mechanisms which, with which they get to uh, the consumers is different. And those people uh, would sit in front of the same collaborative tools that you would a newscast, uh, a newscast producer, and and fulfill the needs you need for that newscast. And, and some of the needs are not nearly as um, advanced as what you would have in a newscast, but it's, you still have those needs. Like if you're if you're going to create graphics, you need to you need to sit down in front of all the graphic templates that you have available to you, and type in uh, those graphics instead of doing that in the control room. Uh, if you have a bunch of video that you need to put into your video server, you can put that in at your desk and you can create the playlist at your desk so that you have one, um, you know, common playlist that everybody would use. Um, it, one of the, the hallmarks of news production is that there's a lot of quick changes in, in, in your broadcast. Obviously, as we watch the newscasts today, there are, there are times there are stories that that pop up at the beginning of the newscast that you have to completely reorganize your your um, uh, your running order or your schedule for to accommodate, uh, and that doesn't really happen. Uh, you know, there's no breaking news in a house of worship, generally speaking. There's no breaking news in a big corporate environment, generally speaking. But uh, the, the tool sets are there that if you did need to move things around, maybe for timing purposes, maybe something went a little bit longer than you expected it to. Maybe you have you had this organic conversation going and you had planned for a 30-minute broadcast and you really need to fit it into a 30-minute broadcast, but what you thought was going to be five minutes really ended up being about 10. Then you could start moving things around while the broadcast is going on. And, uh, and, and uh, that's, that is something that, you know, uh, I think almost everybody uh, deals with, regardless of whether they're news or not, is um, you know just slight changes, slight variations they need to make in their in their broadcast while it's happening. These are tool sets that are designed to be able to do that at a really high level. And so, um, yeah, I'd say that 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 all the people that are currently using pretty standard tool sets would continue to do what they're doing. They would just do it at a more collaborative. Um, you know, more adaptable tool set, like, for example, Inception, Streamline, Expression Graphics, things like that. Yeah, so one of the constant themes that we've seen come up as we've talked about production environments has been the fact that there aren't one-size-fits-all solutions uh, that work for everybody across the board. It's about determining what matters most to you, what your goals are for each particular broadcast or what you're trying to achieve. So how do you help customers, how do you help clients really drill down on what's important to them and the tools that are going to maximize that workflow that, that, that's going to work best for them and their productions? Yeah, for sure. One of the things that um, is, is, is kind of a challenge in trying to make this work in different, um, uh, in different spaces, uh, in different verticals, is um, how, do we, uh, how do we know exactly what we're going to do in each location, mm -hmm. in each facility, and what's important to people? And uh, I would say that in almost every instance, we need to do some sort of workflow audit. Um, and we have a team of solutions architects uh, that are really good at, at understanding workflow. Uh, it, you know, that's, you know, I, I come from a solutions architect background. Before that, I came from a training background. So I've, I've been in a lot of facilities. And it's, it's uh, one of the things I would always say about production is that you're, you're trying to become more efficient. And um, efficiency comes from making shortcuts. 
Uh, and the key to that is making a shortcut that doesn't compromise the quality of the production that you do on a daily basis. And so that's what I think our solutions architects are really good at, is uh, being able to either virtually um, or in person see what you do on a daily basis. Um, and then kind of sit down and work with the with the, the stakeholders at the at the whatever it is organization you're working with and saying, okay, here's what I saw. Uh, I saw so and so doing it this way. Here's another way they could do it. And they may not think that's the right thing to do, but we could do some some bit of a proof of concept of some sort and just kind of show them how well. What would their life look like if they had a tool set in front of them that were allowed, would allow them to organize a little bit better? And so I think that's the key. Now, at some point, uh, like news, like news right now, we can just sort of turn through because we just know how it works. And there's slight variations from from call letter station to call letter station. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, we that's an easier one for us to do today um, because we we do it you know, a hundred times a year. Um, but our solutions architects can take a lot of those principles, see what the customers, uh, you know, what a non-news customer is doing, kind of look at, at uh, ways that they can make a couple of shortcuts, recommend some shortcuts, recommend some tool sets that might make their life easier. And then, you know, uh, go from there. I think the, the hardest part, honestly, is convincing a customer um, that this will work. It's such a deviation for a lot of people uh, in in standard practice um, that it is that's a that's a serious trust issue that they have to overcome. And again, I think that's where our solutions architects have been really good. Uh, and they've said, look, you know, yes, this has got a label of news on it, and we realize you're not news, but here's how you can do this better. Um, and here's a couple of ways you can do this better. And uh, you know, maybe you know up the number of hours of content that you're doing a day or doing doing it easier and doing it faster and more repeatable. And that's the thing that we've always talked about with with news productions and with automation like OverDrive is how can we do uh, our, our, our top level broadcast and make it repeatable? So even the brand new person can come in and execute at a high level like their top level person. And, and that's, I think, the value proposition that we're pushing forward towards uh, for, um, you know, for non-news broadcasts. Yeah, I, I think that repeatability aspect is is an important thing to mention just because, uh, like you mentioned, someone new being able to come in and immediately kind of being able to pick up on what the process is, what the workflow is, seems to be important in, especially in non-news settings, right, where um, I think in, in previous uh, conversations we've talked about uh, church volunteers and, and people coming through maybe a house of worship setting. Sometimes you have rotating volunteers and you need to be get, be able to get people up to speed quickly. So having workflows that people can easily fit in and know their role, I think seems to be an important aspect of this. Yeah, house of worship is a good example. Um, there are, uh, you know, houses of worship aren't doing one uh, show a day. They're doing, they're doing six services in a weekend. Um, you know, and those services are an hour or longer. Um, so that looks a lot like in a traditional news broadcast where they're doing six to eight hours of news a day. The house of worship is doing six to eight hours of, of services per weekend and in a very compressed time period. Now, uh, I found 
in my experience and in, in, in going into a couple of houses of worship, um, that one of the hardest things to deal with is video. Um, they use some uh, pretty antiquated uh, um, tool sets. And, um, and it's repeatable, but I mean, they, they use workflows that are, that are not easy to, to deal with. And, and when you look at some of these houses of worship, the production value is so high on the video clips that they actually generate. They're using drones. They're using, they're using really high level cameras with really high level lenses and really high level audio. The production value is designed uh, to not just, you know, news is typically like I can, I can generate a minute and a half clip and it'll look good, but I'm, I'm hammering it out because I'm starting at noon today and it's got to be on at six o'clock. Right. And they have weeks to produce this stuff. It's really high quality stuff. And there's nothing worse than having some really high quality clip you put into your system or whatever your system is and hit play and it gets about 10 seconds into it and then just freezes. Mm. And then everybody's like, oh, well, we do this 100 times a day in a news broadcast. So you get that repeatability, you get the dependability. Uh, but with, you know, like, for example, the product that, that I'm responsible for, Streamline, uh, not only can um, I I can plan out what we need for uh, a service that day. Uh, I can generate, you know, placeholders. I know I need something. It's not done yet. Somebody's still editing it, but it's there and it's ready to go. And then the the editor just matches that up and it's ready to go. It creates a playlist for you. The person sits down. You were talking about volunteers. The volunteer has a very simple playlist and they just run through it. Everything's good. So, yeah, I think that is something that, uh, that uh, can really benefit. Um, and, and we, t we were just talking about house of worship, uh, but like I said, corporate is a, another, in, uh, another environment. Um, you know, you, some of these big corporate control rooms, um, or multi control rooms, they have multiple productions going on at the same time, um, could really benefit from those tool sets that make it easier to transport video around, transport the graphics around and whatnot. Absolutely. Well, uh, just because it says news at the beginning doesn't mean that, uh, that the benefits are just for news organizations. Uh, it, they, they seem to be really widespread, and there's a lot that, um, that, that people can learn from these news workflows. And so, Chris Kelly, thank you so much for joining me and uh, explaining a little bit more about this today. Absolutely. It's been wonderful.